Well, welcome and good day, everyone. We, of course, are glad you guys to have you back here with us again for another wonderful talking over. Um, I know we've uh, had a little bit of uh, flu going around a little bit with a bunch of us, uh, so it's, of course, made it difficult for us, of course, to be together um, to get uh, to these talking overs, but we are certainly glad to be back uh, in the swing of again this week um, to bring this wonderful talking over with you, uh, finishing out our series um, book club. Book Club, which, uh, again, been an excellent series. If you haven't had a chance to watch it or watch all of them yet, you can head over to our YouTube channel at lifenorth.church. They're all there. Get caught up and uh, finish out this wonderful series uh, from Pastor Craig. Um, before we dive into that, though, um, how's it going, Dave? How are things for you? <laughs> I know it's been a while, but... Uh, yeah. Well, that's because we've had this cold flu thing circulating through the house, and so... It's finally kind of cleared up and yes. we're on the other side of it. So it's been crazy. Uh, all the stuff that gets dropped because you have to look after your health first. Right? You, yeah. Gotta, yep. you want to keep other people from getting sick. You want to make sure that you're getting healthy. And so everything shifts. It does. It when, does. You, when you're not well, everything shifts to about how do I get healthy? And then you have to kind of shift back to work and stuff as you can, as you go. Yeah. So it's nice to be on the other side of that now. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's been uh, it's been one of those up and downs. It's been uh, one of us, you know, at home got it, then it was a few days later, the next, the next. And it was never all of us right at once. So we've been same thing. It's just been a continuous process for a few weeks now, of just trying to get through it. And uh, yeah, it's nice to be on the other side of it. Um, but uh, other, other great things. Weather's been good. Oh, we've yeah. had excellent weather. Um, it's been wonderful to be outside, being able to get stuff done uh, you know, around the house outside. Uh, gardens, of course, are looking good. The garden, actually, this year is doing really well so far. So nice. We've got so many plants growing like crazy. It's really nice. So it's nice to see all that and uh, we got a, hard work. we got a wedding happening later this summer. Yes. So because we have some stuff happening in the backyard, we got flowers out there and kind of did a little extra work on it. And they look spectacular. It's really yes. nice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, of course, those wedding things really... Uh, ramp up as they get much closer and they do things changing you know moving around and uh you know organizing for that wonderful occasion um that of course is coming up soon so yes yeah, yeah so let us know guys in the chat uh, if you're of course watching this on youtube let us know leave a comment how are things been with you guys um and uh have you guys of course been enjoying the same weather we have that's been really good and uh been able to get outside and just enjoy that wonderful summer day um, so yes, in our series of book club, this is our last week, and the title of today's message is Three Secrets to the Marriage You Want. Mm. And a lot of us, I think we think we have the marriage we want, but don't really, maybe, maybe not fully understand, maybe there's more to it than what we, uh, what we Could be. I think a lot of people, though, would say they know where they could improve, that there's stuff that's not what they would like it to be. Yes. So you may see some things that are like, I love this about my marriage, but yeah, this is not so good. And so if you want a successful marriage, how do you deal with those areas? Right? Yes, yes. And uh, Craig gave us a great uh, starting point uh, for the message. He brought kind of those five main points yes. um, to that marriage that we all really want. It's from um, his book, right? It is. It's from his book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so first one is seek God, yeah. fight fair, yeah. have fun, stay pure, don't give up. Um, those are, to me, uh, a good foundation to, uh, to a really good marriage. Um, with those uh, in mind, it, it helps guide the directions you're going yeah. uh, with your marriage. And that fighting fair, uh, you know, it, it's one of those ones that's kind of fun, but we all run into those, you know, we, we have those 
arguments, those, it's those gonna happen. little fights, it does happen. It's gonna happen. We're all imperfect and it, it all does happen, but we have to keep that in mind. And I like how you phrase that. Don't fight against each other, fight for your marriage. Yes. You're gonna argue, just yes. what perspective are you gonna bring? Yes. That was good. Yeah, it was excellent, excellent. Um, so he <clears throat> focused in on the more kind of having fun part of those five. Um, and I like how he started uh, the message with, you know, he said divorce. And a lot of us, you know, we, we look at divorce and wow, that's a pretty, uh, you know, touchy subject for some. Yeah. Um, but he says, you know, divorce is when you run out of love. That, that love that you feel for your spouse, uh, maybe it's running on empty. Yeah. Um, and he says, but you know, that, that really translates into, you know, when your car runs out of gas, you just get rid of the car. Right. Right. And just because it's out of gas, you just get rid of it. Or yeah. as he put it, you need to fill it back up. Fill it back up. You need to fill up, fill up that gas tank, fill up that love, find a way to fill that back into your marriage. And then people maybe give up too soon on their marriage. Yes. Divorce becomes kind of an easier out rather than do the work, fill it back up. Yep. Put in, put in the effort, put in the time. Yeah. Which is so beneficial because you've got such a good foundation to build it on because you've already got that relationship. Yes. But we're always like, no, it'll be better. I'll go do something new. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, I like how Craig put that about uh, the grass is always greener on the other side. He's like, just water your lawn. And uh, again, that's uh, it really relates to that. You really have to put in that time and effort to really get yeah. the fruits of those labors come later. Yeah. Um, he he also on. put, uh, never stop pursuing your spouse. Yeah. And I, I do really like that. I think sometimes for me, I do forget that, that I need to continue to pursue. Yeah. Um, I think that's an easy one to forget, unfortunately, is that that, that pursuit yeah. um, is very important. Um, and then the three secrets uh, to a great marriage that he touched on were when you think something good, say it. Um, so pursue her with words. Um, and for, for him, uh, he said, you know, she needs to uh, pursue your husband with words of affirmation. Right. Um, so again, different, different types of language and how we uh, yeah. receive that love. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was, that was really good. Uh, the second was when you think something special, do it. Yeah. And when you want something different, be it. Be it. Um, I thought that was excellent um, because yeah, sometimes we you know we want something different, but we're not willing to take that step to make a different change or, or to do something different. I want them to change. Yes. As opposed to, I need to change. Yes, that them to change, and again, that kind of touches back on that easier way. Let, let's let them do it. I, I don't have to put it in the work. We'll, we'll let them, them look after it. I'm right? fine. I'm perfect. Yeah, right exactly. I don't need to change at all. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's them. Yeah. Um, Not and, so much. And, and we, I think we missed yeah. that. We missed that, uh, that we're 50% of the good and, and even the bad. Yeah. And uh, I think we misrecognize that, that it's, it's them. I'm good. So, yeah. um, so I, I did like that. Um, our main scripture focus today is found in Genesis 2, verses 22 to 24. Um, then the Lord God made a woman from the rib, and he brought her to man. At last, the man exclaimed, This one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. This explains why men leaves their father and mother and joins his wife, and the two are united into one. Ah. I always forget that one. I, I love that verse, <clears throat> that, that that taking of the rib. And, and yeah. I, I think that really 
puts that we are meant to be together, that there's always something missing mm. from us and we always want to find our other piece and that we're supposed to be joined together. And I, I like that verse. It's, it's one of... It's interesting, right? Because obviously one of my boys is getting married this yes. summer. And so the verse talks about like that relationship as a family that we have, he's going to be leaving his father and his mother and he's going to be united as one yep. with his um, spouse. Right? It's, it's, this is significant. It's a change. It's a change. And when you become married, you become one. That's significant. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we get wrapped up in the kids and forget that actually eventually the kids are going to move on. Yes. The oneness is actually you and your spouse. Yeah. Like that's that's the significant relationship. And so you, you need to maintain that. Mm-hmm. You need to keep mm-hmm. investing in that. Yes. Because that's the significant one you need to come back to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's exactly it. Um, yeah, as as the kids grow and they leave, if you've forgotten or not pursued your spouse in any way, when they're gone and all your energy's gone to them, you've lost those years of your spouse that you are joined to and to be with. So yeah. Yeah, very important to stay focused on uh, on your spouse. Make sure you pursue them. Yeah. Um, keep making it fun. I like the idea of fun and and you know being even spontaneous and doing certain things just to brighten the day. Yeah. That they that they know no, they still do care about me each day. Uh, I think is is excellent. Um, so, uh, what would be your favorite thing to do for fun with Mother's Day? What was something that you really enjoy? We were talking about this and it changes over the years, right? Depending on ages and stages of your own life and your kids. And right now it's um, like to play cards with people, enjoy Mm -hmm. doing that. Um, Used to be sports. I used to love to play sports and haven't done much of that. Most of the stuff I do is kind of on my own now that way. So mostly getting together and hanging out. We like to be out in the garden, campfires, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So I think that's the stuff that we enjoy doing now Mm. that I enjoy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Certainly, different stages of, of life bring different uh, interests with yeah. friends, right? And uh, yeah, for me, younger was uh, getting out on the motorcycle with my dad, friends. We we'd go and we and loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, you know, that shifts as as age and of course little ones come along. It changes how that works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now is very similar. Uh, barbecues for sure. Oh yeah, love, love cooking outside with people, just enjoying that. Campfires, things like that. Really enjoy that. Um, certainly at this, uh, we'll say this season yeah. in the summer, it's very nice. I love doing that. Yeah. And then the wear is more. Let's do some potlucks and cards, games. We have to be inside anyway. Right. It's cold, so let's let's get to do uh, get to doing some games and that. Because you're not a go to the beach guy, are you? No, uh, surprisingly not. No, That's not uh, no, my my wife and my little guy love the beach, and I'm not uh, yeah. on the beach. I just uh, mm-hmm. never enjoyed the beach to that degree. Uh, I, I will go and sit and enjoy the day. But what about like hiking or walking that kind of stuff? Oh yes, hiking. Love hiking. Yeah, hiking, hiking trails, that kind of stuff. Yeah, love that. That's a lot of fun. Um, Okay. Get, get out of nature is a yeah. good one too. So, yeah, quite enjoy that. Uh, so yeah, let us know, guys, in the chat. What is uh, what? What do you guys enjoy doing with friends? What's something you find fun, exciting, and love to do? Uh, please let us know in the chat. We'd love to hear from you. Um, so, with this final message uh, of book club, what part of this message uh, was most impactful for you, Dave? What was... um, I think a couple of things stuck out for me. One is it's all about the effort you put in. Mm. And it's a lesson we know from other areas of life, but it was good to apply it to marriage and relationships mm-hmm. that you can't expect something you're not investing time and effort and energy into yep. to get better, to improve. 
Yeah. And so we talk about in terms of um, the slight edge, things getting better, or the slow fade. Yes. There is no maintaining. It doesn't happen. Either it's getting better or it's getting worse over time mm -hmm. because either you're investing in it or you're not. And so Craig just highlighting, like, when it comes to your marriage and that main relationship, what are you doing with it? Are you just coasting, which means it's actually fading. It's getting yeah. worse. Yeah. And it, that's not what you want to do. You want to actually improve it and get better. Mm -hmm. So the power of intentionality, the power of making an effort, yep. and how that can really pay off in a big way if you're willing to do that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was, yeah. Excellent part of the message for sure. For mm -hmm. sure. Um, for me, definitely, I think was the, the pursuit, pursuing your spouse. Uh, and we touched on that about, you know, focusing on that. And if you're always focusing on, you know, kids or, or whatever, yeah, you're losing sight of that person that you, you know, married, somebody who you were together with before the kids, before any, any, anything else happened. Um, I think for me, yeah, just that, you know, reminder that, no, I need to continue to pursue, yeah. um, continue to work on that, uh, that relationship because that's a lifelong relationship that I'm, you know, there with until I'm, you know, passed away and gone to heaven. Yeah. And so for me, yeah, I, I lose sight of that, that, oh, you know, I've got time for that later. Um, but no, I really need to make that kind of a, a main focus and uh, just the way that Craig, you know, prioritizes that, making that a priority yeah. um, and, and just how he kind of explained, you know, what he does with his wife and how he prioritizes that time to make sure, you know, it's there that they're working on that uh, daily. So yeah. that was, that was really good. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to read uh, Hebrews 3 uh, verse 13. Uh, but encourage one another daily as long as it, uh, sorry, as long as it is called today, mm -hmm. so that none of you may be uh, hardened by sin's uh, deceitfulness. So with that in mind, in what ways do you enjoy being encouraged? And what does it look like to encourage those around you daily? Um, the being encouraged is different for different people. Mm -hmm. So like for my wife, she likes to be encouraged when she's stepping up and doing the things that she needs to do, like around the house or in her life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and just be recognized that she made the effort, she got those things done. Mm -hmm. Whereas for me, I, that, I don't like that because it sounds to me like you're saying thank you for something that I was supposed to do anyway. So mm -hmm. I like the more random I'm just showing up and saying, I appreciate you. And yep. so in my life where I've had guys show up, uh, you know, with a lunch and say, Hey, let's do lunch together or with something special or Hey, we're going to hang out together. Let's get together. Like I really appreciate that kind of stuff. Yeah. For me, that's really building up. And so I like to offer that to other people, but they don't always receive it the same way that I would. So it's just being aware too of, well, what do they enjoy? Yeah. What do they appreciate? And how can I bring that? Yeah. And so for Carolyn, I'll bring, um, you know, one of her favorite teas and say, mm -hmm. you know, just show up with one of those and here, I've got one of these for you today. And she appreciates that. Yep. And I'll do flowers every once in a while. Craig does it all the time. Yep. Um, but my wife doesn't look at flowers the same way. She, mm -hmm. She's, that's not a big thing for her. Yep. She'd rather have something different. So it's really knowing what you like, what the other person likes and showing up with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. It can be, <laughs> it is very different for everyone for sure. Um, I know for me, encouraging, um, yeah, I, I, more of the random things or, you know, I've been, you know, doing something and, you know, my wife 
knows that and so she spontaneously will show up with something oh, yeah. random times um, as like you know I appreciate what you're doing you're doing a great job um, and so for me I enjoy that I don't need uh, like the constant constant uh, encouragement all the time yeah um, I, I, that it doesn't bring anything extra, I guess, for me. So those random spot, spontaneous ones uh, certainly mean more. And when she does, it's very thoughtful, and she knows exactly what you know what to do with it. And so that 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 makes it really special. And that also shows you know she does care, she does listen, she does. Yeah. Um, so, like when she's willing to watch a science fiction show with a movie with you, and like, yeah, 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 things like that. So yeah, and sitting there watching some of the Marvel stuff. It's yeah. certainly not her forte. It's not a big interest for her. Um, or Star Wars by that matter, yeah, yeah. Um, but she will sit and she will watch with me and uh, so, uh, you know, I, I know that's a way for her to show that she appreciates and uh, just encourage me in those areas of things that I do enjoy. Um, and that's the kind of stuff you do when you're dating. It like, is. We know it is. that's really good yep. intuitively when you're dating, so I'll make that effort. Yes. I'll watch that movie. Uh, Carolyn likes to watch romantic comedies. She did a lot of it when we were first um, dating. Yep. And so you sit down and you watch it together. Yeah. It's like, okay, I don't really want to see this, but for the sake of her and her enjoyment, I'll do that. Yeah. And it's easy after you get married for that to begin to fade and you mm -hmm. don't make that yeah. effort anymore. Yes. Um, and the same with the encouragement. Just someone needs a little pick me up, needs a word uh, to say, you know, I care about you. And earlier on in the marriage, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm all over that. I'm going to do that. And then later on, it's like, well, you know, you, yeah. you know that already. <laughs> you know, I love you. I yeah, don't have yeah. to keep telling you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll let you know when it changes. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing. It's hard to say, oh, this is how I encourage everyone because yeah, everybody I know needs encouragement in a different way. It, yeah. It's hard to pinpoint exactly what that looks like. Um, but I would say, as Craig would say, a generalization yes. of, yeah. of what that may look like. And to start for most people, just those encouraging words, whether it's uh, a text message or a quick phone call to say, hey, you know, yeah. just wanted to say, hey, how's it going? Um, you know, uh, how's, how's the name been? Like something like that, I think is a good a general way to start uh, that encouragement with people around you. Um, and then of course, build from there and find maybe a bit more of what their interests are or how they, uh, you know, receive that encouragement. Well, and it's kind of funny because over the years, um, as a pastor, we would do um, like an affirmation circle mm. where you would sit a group of people down and you put one person on the hot seat and say, okay, I want everyone to say something that they appreciate or that they value about this person. Okay. And what was interesting was how hard it was for the person on the hot seat to receive. Interesting. That you'd hear all these good things all the way around and people would kind of squirm a little bit because we are so unused to hearing those kinds of positive things. Yes, yes. And so sometimes it even comes across as kind of like fake or strange or odd because we just don't hear it that often. And so I know I need to do way more because I want the people that I love to be used to hearing that yes. it's not unique and different. It's actually, this is how we do things. Yeah. And so when you say something like, Hey, I really appreciate this about you or you do that so well, then they know it's just you being genuine and yep. it's what you do. Yeah. Um, but I remember we did that. We did that with the youth. We did that with the adults. And it was easier to give a compliment than it was to sit and hear and the receivers. Yeah. We yeah. just don't do that very often. No, no, certainly not enough. And yeah, I, I can see that being slightly uncomfortable because yeah. it's, it's, it's very pointed, especially if you're a person that doesn't enjoy uh, direct attention in that way. Um, that can certainly be uh, 
even somewhat overwhelming at that moment. Um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. Sometimes that's that is difficult to hear. But we all do need to hear it, and it is very important to keep us uh, keep us positive, keep us encouraged, that we can continue to uh, go on with God's God, of course. Maybe we should resurrect that with our family, and we'll, we'll take turns at the dinner table putting people in the hot seat yeah. and uh, talking about things that we appreciate about the other person. We actually start something like that. Actually, we we yeah. uh, each uh, each night actually, and it's very uh, very direct about that. We pray. And I don't even know if we get a single scoop of food, and he's already okay. What, what did you, uh, you know, what do you appreciate appreciate about today? What did you like? What are you thankful for? What are you thankful for? What did you appreciate today? Um, so he's very, uh, yeah, he's just right on that every night at the dinner table. He just, yes, that's you know, how was your day? How was things going? And yeah, it was, it's, it's interesting because um, yeah, he's picking up on how important that is. So yeah, it's just interesting to see. But uh, what do you think about that? It's six, just turned seven yeah. years old. Yeah. That's pretty spectacular. Yeah, and he's he's all on it. It is it is his thing. That's what That's he good. likes to do. So That's good. yeah, it's been it's been good. It's been a, a nice way to start dinner and just open up the conversation. Uh, you know what we how our days were and uh, you know what we're thankful for. So that's interesting because we do that after dinner. Okay. So after dinner, we go around and talk about what we're thankful for. Yep. But it would change the whole dinner conversation if you kind of made it a part of the meal. Yeah. That would yeah. be interesting too. Yeah. I have to think about that. Yeah. So it was good. It was good. Um, so Pastor Craig talked about the importance of doing uh, what you once did to get what you once had. Yeah. Um, if you're so, if we're married, um, what are some things uh, you did early in your relationship that you might want to pick up again? So I know um, I made an effort to do like watch the movies, do the things that my wife enjoyed. Mm. It wasn't. She asked and I was willing to do it. I was proactive. I know she likes that. So I'm going to suggest it. I'm going to set it up or plan it. I'm going to be proactive about that. Mm. And then <clears throat> making sacrifices. Um, like when you're dating, I remember driving for an hour and a half just to spend the evening together, drive back like late at night, yeah. knowing I was going to be dead tired the next day. But it was so important to spend time yeah. that I was willing to make that sacrifice. Yeah. And I would do that like weekend after weekend after weekend. Because I want to spend time. And then when you're around each other, even though you're not together, yep. I, you don't prioritize it the same way. Mm-hmm. And so I think even just the like quality time interacting with one another, raising that up to a higher level, like I used to yep. when we were dating back in the original, yep. uh, back in the beginning. So this, those ones come to mind for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would say the very similar. Yeah. Really thinking ahead mm-hmm. on planning, um, taking kind of the reins on some of that. Um, I know for, for us, I planned, uh, a lot of the dates, things that we would do together. Um, I did a lot of that ahead of time. Some of it was things I enjoyed, uh, stuff that she enjoyed, um, and, and just, you know, took, took the reins on that. Um, and again, same things, you know, sitting and watching some of the things or going out with her friends and things like that. That of course, for me, I don't know many of these people. There's no significant relationship with them. Um, but it was important for her to go to these different events that, you know, friends had. So, okay, well, I will, I will, I'll do that. Um, because I know it's important for her. Um, so yeah, I think just picking up, picking up more of that planning again, looking forward to, you know, things that she enjoys or things she's maybe hinted at and taking, taking the initiative and putting some of that in motion. Um, and whether that's, uh, you know, planning on a babysitter for Emmett, getting that set up and that we can go like what Amy did, just came in, kids are taken care of, let's go. Let's go. Um, something like that, I think would be a good starting point. 
I'm just working on that to kind of start bringing back in that fun and excitement of uh, that pursuit of uh, data. When I like that, you're talking about supporting your wife and her interests in terms of people. Yes. Even reinforcing those relationships and being supportive of those relationships. And how valuable that could be. Yeah, yeah. That, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, I can't, uh, it's, not, it's not always about you, or, or I guess it would be about me. Yeah. Um, you, you have to be open to experiencing things that uh, they interest too. Yeah. Because it's a back and forth, it's a 50-50 that we need to be able to uh, give, take, uh, and, and, and work that relationship that we can both you know, enjoy the time that we have with each other as well as interests that we either share or don't share, but enjoy together. Yeah. Um, and of course, if, if you guys are single, um, how can you be intentional in investing uh, in a relationship? So something that, uh, yeah. whether that's a friend or maybe it's a, a new, uh, you know, girlfriend or boyfriend for you, what would those look like for investing, you know, a bit more family member, a family member, coworker, uh, just to invest uh, some intentionality into what you're doing, taking, uh, taking some time to get to know them better. I think uh, yeah. is important. So um, let us know in the comments, guys, if that's uh, you know what that might be for you. And uh, if you're married, let us know as well. What may you want to pick up again that you were doing when you were dating or early on in your marriage that maybe faded a little bit? Yeah. Um, let us know. We, of course, would love to hear you. Uh, here. I won't tell much time we have. Oh. Well, why don't you take a look at that? I, I love that idea that you could be investing in relationships that way, though. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we forget about it with a spouse, but I think that we do it with also friendships. And we can actually be kind of hands-off with friendships and kind of withdraw or retreat from them mm. and not make an effort like we used to, yep. even when we first started to hang out with people that we enjoyed spending time with. Yep. <clears throat> Where you would plan times to get together and hang out and have fun. And you get older and you stop making the same effort and you just assume it's going to happen. You just assume the relationship's going to be great. We're going to be good friends. We're going to be close. We'll have a great time together, even though you're not making any of the effort anymore. Yep. And that same analogy of like water the grass where you are. Yes. Um, is true of your relationships with other people, not just with your spouse. Mm -hmm. Like where are you at with your friendships? And if you find those are starting to die out and fade and be withdrawn, maybe it's because we're just not making the same effort we used to make yep. with them. So making a change there would be really helpful too. Yeah, yeah, and that kind of leads into kind of our last question here. Um, so we want to think about a relationship uh, that's important to us. Yeah. And what is one thing we could do differently this week to improve that relationship? So again, we're talking about little steps. Yes. What, what, what might that little step be um, this week? So one of those would be maybe just to um, get in touch a little bit more, mm -hmm. like a text message or a phone call or something. Uh, FaceTime, just to connect. Not even for a long time, but just little kind yeah. of connections. And another little thing would be to plan a get-together. Just mm -hmm. to make sure that when you got together one time, I plan the next one. Let's let's get moving on the next yeah. one. Because yeah. I find if I let it sit too long, months go by mm -hmm. uh, with some of those relationships and we don't get together. And then you're like, ah, oh, why did I do that? So I think that would be to like make a small effort to plan something so it's on the schedule, we're getting to it. Yeah. And then just a little bit more contact. Mm -hmm. That would be the other one I think of. Yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, same kind of thing. That uh, that little bit of contact, that little bit of interaction, yeah. uh, get that going. And if it's uh, yeah, text message or something or phone call, just hey, how's your week? How are things been going? Yeah. Um, 
And just, just to open that, uh, that uh, dialogue again, uh, maybe it's a relationship that's you know, maybe kind of been set to the side for a little bit. Um, and it's a good way to get that started again, to get the dialogue moving, um, and just work on that relationship a little bit um, to get it moving in uh, that more encouraging and positive direction. And uh, yeah, that planning. So planning that thing and putting it on, I'm, I'm the same way. If it's not really planned out, I tend to forget it. Yeah. And uh, so getting it in a more normal rotation, um, and whether that's, you know, we'll, every other week we're gonna do a campfire or something and we'll switch back and forth where what location it is um, and just have that in that rotation um, certainly makes, uh, you know, makes the effort as well as then every, those relationships know, oh, they wanna spend time with me, they wanna, and, and oh, they're showing interest and that makes, you know, okay, I feel important because it's already planned, it's there, it's set, right? So um, those little things I think can make a big difference in how those relationships continue to grow or even just to start working on them again yeah. to get to get them into that uh, growing stage um, that you can continue to uh, invest. Which is what Craig said in his first two points, right? For the, if you think it, say it. If it's yep. something good, make that connection, reach out and connect with that person and tell mm -hmm. them. Uh, or think of something, do it. Yep. So make that little effort to put something together, make something happen. Yep. And that's really what we're talking about is just those two things in yep. particular. Yeah. Yeah, that, that intentionality, I think, is the big key yeah. um, focused around this message is just being intentional with what you're doing um, and, and who you're around and, and how you're communicating. Being intentional with, with all of those pieces um, certainly change the dynamic of how the relationships can work. Which reminds me of that principle from God's Word about you reap what you sow. You yeah. harvest what you plant. Yep. Like, And if you're not going to plant anything, if you're not going to invest anything in these relationships, marriage or friends... You're not going to get anything in return. No. That that should be obvious to us, and yet it still surprises us. We think yes. we should get something for nothing. Yeah. And not that you're earning it, but that's how you actually kind of harvest something, yeah. is to sow that seed of mm -hmm. um, making an effort. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about it's the intentionality and the effort. That's a big one. Yeah. And uh, with those two, you can make relationships really move forward. Yeah. Um, and it could be yeah, a family member, a coworker, a friend, yeah. anybody. Those, the, any of those two pieces in those relationships can certainly make things grow in a much more positive direction. Yeah. So we are actually coming to the end of our time here. Um, and so of course we want to thank you guys for joining us uh, this week again um, for our Talk It Over. And uh, we want to of course thank the tech guys behind us making of course this all happen um, because without it, we certainly wouldn't be here. Yeah, we, so, a, we even got a new tech guy. So we do. We have a new tech guy this week. Yeah, so that's uh, good. Yeah, we appreciate the hands getting this all together. Um, and we want to remember, uh, whoever finds God, finds, finds life. life.